Welcome back to the Girls at the Front podcast. I'm your host, Harriet JW, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to network in 2022. And I'm going to give you a system to make sure you are working your network regularly and not just making surface level connections with everybody. Like anything, relationships take time and commitment. As usual, if you like this podcast, please, please leave a review as it really does help us get out to more artists. So a lot of the recent episodes you'll see say in 2022 after the how-to. And that's because things are very different in today's day and age. So we no longer have teams of people that are going to do everything for us. Um, you know, record labels that are going to sign us and do all our marketing right away. It's really up to you as an artist to do a lot more earlier on in your career than someone like John Lennon or Paul McCartney would have had to do. And that's because record labels are not investing regularly in early on talent. And that means that you have to get your career to a certain level before someone's going to take over and do it for you. You may find that depressing. You may find it exciting. I personally think the tools that we have just by using the internet can get you and your career and your monetization to a very high level. So a commonly used phrase in business is that your network is your net worth. And it's slightly used in entrepreneurship, but most cliches do have clout for some reason. And in this sense, it is definitely true. So what that means is that your network is ultimately how much money you're going to make. And that's because most of the things that will have had a big impact on your life, on your career, on the things that you've got to do as an artist will have come from a human connection in there somewhere. Somebody has made that happen. And I know for a lot of you that getting signed by a record label is a dream. Whether or not I agree with whether that should be a dream is not relevant. Um, But in the episode where I interviewed Lexi Berg, who was the artist who had just signed to Warner, she spoke about how that actually came about and how that signing happened. And sure enough, it was a series of human interactions from meeting someone, uh, if I remember correctly, on a sofa at a house party 10 years ago. That person did an internship at Shazam. Uh, That person then went to work at at Apple and later Warner. And Lexi had just kept in touch with this person over the years, letting them know what she was up to and working her network. Um, I'll, I'll I'll leave a link to that episode in the show notes so you can check it out. It's a really good example of network and how to build your network. But as promised, in this episode, I want to show you a super easy way to build and manage your network and make sure that you're updating the most important people on on what you're doing. And this is what I mean by working your network. You know, so you don't just meet someone and, you know, maybe not get an opportunity from them, like, I don't know, asking them to be on a playlist or asking them to be in a music publication. As soon as you have some kind of interaction with that person, they then become part of your network. And often, you know, I've found over the years that opportunities that have come about have often come from opportunities that in the beginning were a no. So it might be that I, you know, didn't get a brand deal or, you know, an artist didn't want to play our secret session show. But eventually, the more I, um, 
you know, had contact with that person, updated them regularly, kept in touch, the more likely you are to gain an opportunity from that person. So, you know, what I'm trying to say here is that if you get a no from someone, do not, you know, discredit or discount the relationship. Make sure that you keep working these networks. Okay, so let's take a look at what the actual exercise is today that you can actually start using um, today. Uh, It's a very actionable process and it's really going to help you to build that network. So often people say that they hate networking and the reason why they hate networking is because they're looking at networking as standing under fluorescent lights in a room, awkwardly trying to meet people, standing on their own probably, waiting for someone to come and talk to them and you know, particularly for creatives that tend to be introverted in in some respects of course that sounds like a horrible way to try and meet people but in this day and age with the internet available this is not what networking is anymore particularly post-covid when these kind of events haven't been happening you have everything you need across the social networks linkedin instagram twitter tiktok to do the networking that you need to do to impact your career. Okay, so let's get on to the exercise. So firstly, I want you to grab a piece of paper and a pen or a, I don't know, a Google sheet or an Excel document, somewhere where you can essentially write in columns. And this is called the top 20 exercise, okay? So what we're gonna look at is the top 20 people in your life that could potentially bring opportunities for you, okay? so. We're gonna make three columns. On the left, we're gonna have name. In the middle, we're gonna have influence. Then we're gonna have potential to help you. And then we're gonna have total, okay? So what I want you to do is just start writing a list of 20 people that you know. Um, This could be, I don't know, uncles that happen to work in business. It could be people that you've met from record labels or publications or other artists. Just 20 people that you know and I think at this point it's good to have a kind of slight inkling that they could be useful in some way in your career so I don't know we don't just want to write mum dad grand cousin neighbor Uh, we want to start to really think about the people that we've met with in the industry and you know the connections that we've made so by now you should have a list of 20 people that you know so next we have the column that is influence So I want you to number from one to 10, 10 being the most influential, how influential you think that person is for what you're trying to do. So if you are trying to develop a music career and you happen to know um, the head of Universal Records, that person is probably going to be a 10, okay? Equally, if for some reason you have put your best friend there who works in um, marketing, they might be helpful to help you, you know, get, get your music out there and, and make some of your marketing material. They might be a four or a five. Equally, if for some reason you've put someone that you, you know, walk the dog with who, I don't know, is a nurse, they're probably not going to be that influential to your music career. So you're going to put them down as a number one. Okay. So by now you should have 20 people's names, each scored from one to 10 on how influential they could be to your career. Okay, so the third column is really when we start to get into the kind of nitty gritty. So the third column is the likelihood that they have to help you. 
Again, one to 10, one being the least likely, 10 being the most likely. So I talked about the best friend that worked in marketing. They're going to be a nine or a 10 because you have a solid relationship with them. They're your best friend and they are going to want to help you. Equally, if you are the, the head of Universal Records that we mentioned, if they're a very busy person that you happen to meet once for 10 seconds, the likelihood might be quite low that they're going to help you. Yet you've already listed them as very influential. So by now you've got three columns, you've got the name, each one has a number of how influential they are and the third column is the likelihood to help you. And the last column is those two scores added up, okay? So you are just simply gonna take both numbers so each total score is going to be out of 20, okay? So then what we're gonna do is we're going to reorder this is why it would have been helpful to do it in a, um, on a computer, in a document. We're going to reorder these people based on their score. Okay, so you should have a list of 20 people with numbers from 0 to 20 next to them, their total score. And this is going to be your network that you are going to start to work. Okay, and what I mean by working your network is regularly updating them on your activity and what you're doing. So it is not good enough to simply send someone an email when you want them to pre-save your song or when you want them to put you on a playlist. You need to be updating these people regularly on your activity and let them know you're around, let them know you're available and let them know that you're not just there to try and get something from them. So a really good way to do this is yes, send them updates when you release music, but also send them updates when you're planning to release music. Ask them questions. So I once heard from, um, again, in the business world, um, an investor said to me, if you want people to give you money, ask them for help. If you want them to give you help, ask them for money, which basically means if you want to get something out of someone, it's really good to bring them in on your journey and ask them for help. So one tactic that I like to use with, with the artists I work with is that we bring people in early in on the on the songwriting or the release process. So if you do know that, you know, head of Warner Records or someone who loves music, you could send them an email saying, hey, I'm just I'm thinking about releasing um, a song next month, but I haven't quite decided which one to release. Um, I've you know, I've got a couple of snippets here. They're just 10 seconds. I'd love your thoughts. What do you think? And bringing in them in on that journey and making them, you know, stroking their ego, making them think that you really care about what they think is a brilliant way to bring people in and work your network. Because why that is, you know, why from a psychological point of view that is going to be really helpful to you because you're landing in their inbox, not only when you want them to do something for you, like, you know, pre-save or promote your music, but you're showing them that you genuinely care about their opinion and what they do and, and that you respect them. So for me, as somebody that's had a lot of pitches from artists to, you know, come on the Secret Sessions YouTube channel or play the Secret Sessions show, I know that the ones that work the best are the short, you know, very quick two, three line emails that either ask for my opinion, give a compliment or just show that they're genuinely interested in what I'm doing. Okay, so... As a recap on today's episode, we want networking to be something that's fun, something that's interesting and something that we can do regularly just by using the internet. 
we build this top 20 list of the people that are potentially most influential in our future career. And this top 20 list has to align with what we're actually trying to go for. So it's no use building an influential list of people that can help your finance career when actually your passion is to be making music. So we want it to be music focused. Um, And then once we have that list, we're going to start updating these people on a monthly or a bi-monthly, on a bi-monthly schedule of what we're doing and really bringing them in on our journey. Okay, so that is how to network in 2022. I really do believe that this strategy is a really great way to get started without having to, you know, actually enter the overwhelming worlds of networking. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, please do leave a review um, if you like it, because I'd love this to get out to more artists just like you.